<clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, this is 99 miles per hour with Percy Garner. And we'd like to thank our sponsor, Your Pizza, the finest pizza anywhere. But if you don't like pizza, which everyone does, they got wings, sandwiches, subs, and of course, salads for those of you who like to be healthy, not like me. Uh, also, I would like to mention the network that allows me to have this podcast, and that is the Get Level Podcast Network. There's plenty of other podcasts, a lot of content to get through. And uh, also, go check out the website, getlevelpod.com. It'll be up some, somewhere around here. Uh, go there, check out all the websites. You can also listen. Uh, if you don't want to watch the whole thing, you can listen uh, audible without any interruptions. And then also, to the Rainbow Connection, uh, I am the new executive director there, and we are having our telethon uh, that we have every year, and we're expecting big things, even though in these tough times, uh, we know the community can always come through. That is March 7th, and starting at 11 a.m. And then also, my, my scholarship fund, also trying to raise uh, money for a Dover student uh, in these hard times to, to get some help uh, for them to attend college. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome to me, Casa. Make yourself at home. Do your do. Welcome to my pad. This your lab. Go create your move. What's good, everybody? This is 99 Miles Per Hour with me, your host, Percy Garner. And um, I have a special guest today that uh, was local to Tuscross County, but now he's doing big things up north. Uh, we won't hold it against him for leaving. But anyways, before we get to that, uh, I just want to make sure um, everybody's aware of the Rainbow Connection Telethon. It's going to be a little different this year, but it will be March 7th. Uh, starting at 12, and it's only going to be three hours. We're going to have an online auction. Um, as well as, uh, you know, big things going on. We may be switching things up, doing a little a different season on the uh, this podcast. Uh, we're going to try to get creative. I'll leave that up to Josh. Uh, you got the creativity, Gene. I do not. But other than that, let's get started. Um, I'm very excited today. I have uh, someone who went to uh, Tuscarawas Central Catholic. Or no, no, no. Sorry. St. Mary's, right? Both. Both. Okay. See, I was, I was right both times. And, uh, you know, played football. Was a little bit bigger than me. I'd probably be scared of him if I saw him on the field. Uh, he probably would have been chasing after me if we played against each other. Uh, but he's older than me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he did play some college football and uh, started out a career uh, like many of us. And he decided to take control of his life, and now he's balling. So uh, <laughs> our guest today is Josh Clark. How you doing, Josh? Percy, I'm so excited to be here. You're, you're a stud. I just want everyone to know that. You're a stud. And I'm so glad we've become friends and worked together personally. You know, and uh, um, yeah, just, I'm just honored to be here, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I guess I want to start it out by saying, so, you know, Josh works in the financial industry, financial planning, and he uh, helped me and my wife get set up for life. And, uh, you know, hopefully nothing happens to me, but we're, <laughs> we're set up if something does. Uh, but he does more more than that. We're going to get into a lot of that here in the episode. But I kind of want to I want to start out with just, you know, uh, obviously you're a successful businessman from um, T County, uh, which I love to say. And um, I think it's important that we just before we dive into, you know, hey, you know, I'm a successful businessman, like, what are some habits or, you know, some routines that just kind of, because you're, you're a leader of, you know, men and women, and you're running an organization of your own, and you, you obviously, you, you may have off days, I don't know, but what, what keeps you on track and, uh, you know, in the right state of mind? 
Yeah, Percy, I, I'll tell you, I I think I've made every mistake. I'm here's why I'm qualified to be on your show talking about success and money and business because I made every mistake. You know, I've I got uh, I I just I've been double dumb a lot of times in my life, and just like everybody, you know, I've gone through ups and downs. The human conundrum is that we know exactly what to do to win in our life. We know exactly what to do to have a great marriage and spiritual life and. Um, most of the time we, we know what to do with money. Really? Uh, we know what, we know how to lose weight, but we don't do it, you know? And so I've, I've gone through those ups and downs, of you know, having to discipline myself and stay on a schedule and be consistent. Consistency was the dragon I had to slay, you know, and, and there's a success curve that happens, you know, where most people start something, they start as a, an uninformed optimist. They're all excited, ready to go. Uh, whether it's you know financial services or real estate or forex trading or whatever it is, then they become an informed pessimist. Oh crap, this is tough. Uh, maybe I should do something else. And they're just they they start and quit and start and quit all their life. And there comes a, a if you stick with something, if you focus on it like a laser beam and decide that you're going to win, you go through the valley of despair. And that looks different for everybody. Sometimes it's rejection. For me, it really, I don't, I've never really cared what other people think of me. Um, I think that keeps people broke and insecure and, and that's a, just not a good place to be. But I struggle with consistency. You know, it's so easy for me to play golf or video games or, you know, stuff that, stuff that doesn't get me, you know, any place in life. That was my dragon. And every successful entrepreneur has to slay that dragon, has to go through the valley despair and become an informed optimist. Okay, so now I know what it's going to take. I know it's going to be tough, but I know I can win, and I'm going to keep going until I do. You know, so that that's where what I had to go through, and and maybe your listeners should know that 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 is success is not a straight you know upward curve. It looks like this. Mm. It's a U. Okay, so any anybody that's gone through that and and achieved freedom in their life and success or built a business or Whatever it is, a, a great, great marriage, great spiritual life, they've gone through that. And, you know, you might go through it, several iterations of that. I did. So um, that knowing that, Percy did a lot. Um, I'll give you one more thing and then I'll shut up. Um, <laughs> don't, I don't, don't do have, that. <laughs> I, don't know if any, any, I don't know if anyone can relate to me on this, but I would have something negative happen. It, when events happen in our life, they're not positive or negative. We assign emotional charge to them, right? Positive or negative. And so let's say I'd have somebody quit, you know, on me or really they quit on themselves or a client changes their mind or, you know, challenges, right? I would assign a negative emotional, you know, charge to that. And then my, my, my thoughts would start getting negative and my feelings would be negative and I'd start just a negative downward spiral, you know, and then a month, a week, whatever it was later, I'd be in hibernation, you know, just kind of paralyzed. And then when I finally felt better, I would start working hard again. And Percy, that is just a recipe for disaster, you know, and I think that's what a lot of people go through is just the negative downward spiral and they're a slave to their feelings. I'm going to give everyone something that completely changed my life. Uh, I worked with a, 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 a success coach, okay, at one point. He taught me something called draft. D-R-A-F-T, okay, draft. So as soon as I have an, a negative thought, which we all will, we're human beings, I, I literally say out loud, delete, 
or if I'm at my computer, Percy, I'll hit the delete button. You really? know what I mean? I, I, like, delete. It. I like So it. that's the D is delete. Replace is the R. I replace it with positive affirmations. Okay. I got right, right next to me. I got, you know, all my affirmations in front of me. So I replace with those things where I'm going, what I'm really about. What's the truth? What does God think about me? Not that person, you know? And, and I just focus on that. So DR, uh, delete, replace with an affirmation is the A, focus on it is the F, and T is train your brain. Every time that happens, you know, that changed my life, person, because now I go through negative crap. I get challenges all the time. Um, but I'm down for a second or a minute instead of a week or a month. And that's the difference between successful people and, you know, people that aren't winning usually is, you know, how fast they bounce back. So, um, that's how I'd answer your question. <laughs> well, the, the, the key thing I picked out of what you just said, because I went a lot of, I went through it a lot in baseball and that's the, the cycle, you know, I wish I kind of wouldn't do about, Hey, you know, maybe I shouldn't think about this negatively, you know, maybe give it a minute. And then like you said, you know, draft it and delete it, replace it, you know, and f- affirm it and, and so on and so forth. But me, you know, I felt like if I walked in the subway, I had all my stats from my previous outing on my forehead and the, the subway workers preparing my sub is like, wow, this guy's terrible at baseball and all that stuff. And uh, I let it affect me. And, and the words you use, I was a slave to it. I was like paralyzed on the mound. Sometimes I could even pitch. It was weird. And, uh, you know, but now um, I'm in a zone where I feel very confident. And when you're confident in yourself, you know, great things can happen. But that all comes from, you know, your thoughts. And I think that was key. I'm glad you shared that with us. Now, um, you being, you know, leader, uh, usually it's easy to be in front of your your um, your 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 employees or uh, your partners in business and being able to talk to them right in front of their face and inspire them and, and, you know, get personal and intimate and have a better relationship with your with your peers. But with COVID, it's, it's been a little different. So. You know, how's how's the leadership been, I guess, with uh, with this uh, social distancing yeah. and all offices being closed? <laughs> our our OK, I was worried at first. Um, our business exploded through COVID and up to now um, we we've uh, I don't even know the percentage. We're up. We're up like 50 percent year over year. Uh, well, you know, at the end of last year, just I thought COVID was going to be tough and it wasn't. I think Percy had exposed people. You know, like you, I didn't have to sell you on getting out of debt and you and your wife doing better financially and investing and and having, you know, um, enough life insurance to replace your incomes to each other. I didn't have to convince you. You you wanted that. And, and you're rare. You know, like I said, you're a stud. But I think COVID exposed people that, holy crap, I don't have an emergency fund. I'm totally at the whim of my employer. My income can be taken away. I don't own it. You know, um, and, and, you know, what it, uh, mortality was right in front of people. So the need for life insurance is there. Obviously, investing, you know, goes without saying. And it's been it's been a it's been a great, you know, last whatever, 10, 12 months in the market, uh, you know, throw a dartboard at any mutual fund or stock and you're pretty much doing OK. Um, so, yeah, that's why our business exploded, Percy, on the leadership side and my team. A lot of fear, you know. There was a lot of fear at the beginning. I remember, and and I I felt that a little bit, and I knew if I was feeling that, my team was. So what I what I did with the with the help of some of my coaches, I upped my communication, you know, because we couldn't see each other at first, and you, you know, um, now things are kind of getting back to normal for us. 
But um, I just upped the communication. All my phone calls and texts, I replaced with a quick Zoom or Google Meet. You know, let's hop online, let's talk, let's see each other because they needed to borrow my belief just like I needed to borrow the belief of, you know, my mentors in business. And that's what I did. Um, and I went to God a lot. You know, I hope that's okay. I talk about, you know, yeah, my, yeah, yeah. my faith life. For sure, for sure. But, um, you know, daily, I would just focus on, you know, as, as a man, I got to draw my power from the spirit of God. And, you know, because everyone's relying on me and I, I'm not strong enough to do it myself. You know, so this strengthened my spiritual walk as well. You know, so upping the, upping the communication, taking care of me, you know, so that I could take care of others that we made it through, man, we're stronger than ever. And just so blessed. And that was, that, that was one thing, you know, that Percy, when I, I was, I, I'm, I'm, I was a heathen for most of my life. Okay. <laughs> Not like you, you know, you're, you're, you've been holy for many years. You know, I, I just, I just, uh, I just, um, you know, uh, got saved a few years ago, but ever since then, my, my life and my business, it's just been an upward track, you know, an upward spiral since then. So, you know, that's part of it too, I think. And, uh, you know, that's how we've done it, man. That's what's up, man. That was good to hear. Uh, I know a lot of people, you know, did struggle with COVID, but then there are some positives. Obviously your business did well, uh, but a lot of people were able to, were forced to get out of their comfort zone and learn new skills and stuff like that. So it, it's, it's good to see, uh, you know, some positivity come out of, um, you know, all the horrible year. And I, and I saw yeah. that commercial during the Super Bowl with the lemons falling down. Yeah. <laughs> was Percy, let me, I'll tell you, this is a quick, but yep, yep. I was, um, you know, I, I think we had met initially because you were trying to compete for our printing business and all that kind of stuff when you were a com doc. And uh, there was this, there was these two other guys that would, would call me every once in a while. The one guy, he, I remember he called me and he goes, uh, you know, COVID was just happening. He was like, Hey Josh, just want to check. How's everything going? Is it terrible for you? Like it is for us. And I just go like, Oh, I don't even want to talk to you. <laughs> like I, 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 I never talked to him again, but um, I, the other guy was positive. He followed up with me. You know, and it ended up um, he did. He got us a better deal eventually. It was tough. But nice. um, I did that because he was looking for the you know, whether you think it's good or bad, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I know it's corny, but that's just how it is. Like complaining and being a victim to COVID or politics or who's in the White House or what. Like what's way more important than who's in the White House is who's in your house. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm the president of my life. I had an election. I elected myself president of my life. I'm in charge. I'm the problem and I'm the solution. Yeah. So that's the, whether COVID happens or anything in the future, you know, we're, we, we can win. You know, we're not a victim. So I, I like it. Throw that out there too. I like it. I'm glad you shared that with us. Uh, Josh is just dropping knowledge out here. Um, <laughs> and this is why I like you, man. I mean, you're, you know, you're fun to be around. Uh, and, um, you know, you just had a, a big event that happened or is about to happen. It involves a, a female or something. Well, yeah, I uh, I was forced. To, I mean, uh, I decided to get married. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, I married an incredible woman. Her name's Emily. Emily yeah. So you know, I was I was I was born and raised in uh, in Denison, Ohio. You know, a nine two tour, and I married an incredible woman. She's a CPA. Uh, well, she was. She she you know we work together in our business now. Nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, she's from Norton and we met on Facebook through mutual friends and our first date was seven hours fast forward. Um, yeah, got married in October and it was, it'll have been so easy to postpone everything, you know, but we went ahead and did it. We're so glad we did. And, 
And I'm grateful to say there was no issues. No one got sick or anything. And we danced till 12 in the morning, Percy. You know, I, I was I was throwing the DJ 20s to keep going. You know, <laughs> uh, it was it was a really fun time. I need to and, dance yeah, sweat. So I needed married, to be there dancing and, uh, so I sweat, man. I need to lose some, get some exercise. <laughs> <laughs> well, come to a party with us, and yeah, you'll be. <laughs> You'll get there, man. So, yeah, that's what happened. That's what's up. Well, um, just share about, obviously, you said you're from you're Denison, you know, 922, uh, and we all know what that's about here. Um, you know, that's a Tuscross County joke for those out there. But um, can you just talk about, I guess, you know, starting in Denison and, you know, choosing your first career, which you thought was going to be the one, and uh, just explain, I guess, your story in a, in a quick nutshell. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, grew up grew up uh, right going out towards Tappan Lake in okay. Denison is where I grew up on Route 250, right past the 250 split. If anyone knows where that is, I don't know what it's called now, but it's the diviest bar I've ever seen. <laughs> and my mom was a secretary at a mining company. My dad's an oil field worker. And, you know, told me the same thing that every other kid gets. Go to school, get a job. You know, that's the path to success. Get a degree. And I went to Central Catholic. Uh, I, I was um, always into sports. I played football and I wrestled uh, at, at Central Catholic. And I, um, I, I went on to the College of Worcester. I played football and I wrestled there too. Um, that was club wrestling. And um, I got a degree in psychology because uh, it was easier than pre-med, Percy. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I failed organic chemistry twice. Uh, so um, I get the degree and I couldn't get a, I couldn't get a job. I mean, like literally my best option was to work with my dad in the oil field. And I'm like, well, this is not what I was promised. You know, meanwhile, I got, I, I think I, I had uh, almost 80 grand in student loan debt mm. from, uh, mm. from my college experience. I, I, and the thing is it was 45 grand a year when I went. So okay. I got some scholarships and everything, but I had three work study jobs, uh, I didn't know God was training me at the time, but my work study jobs, Percy, were, I, I did uh, I did tours for admissions. I was an RA. I nice. did recruiting. I did recruiting calls for the basketball team and, of course, the football team. And you know, they was, it was pre they were prepping me. Yeah, they were getting me ready to communicate, be a leader, and recruit people, be in business. You know, yes. build an organization. Yeah, so that was um, that was the College of Worcester. By the way, tell me to stop. Tell me, to, I, I, you know, I talk fast, so tell me uh, to shut uh, up if you want. Uh, no, nope, just keep a, going. This show is for you to talk. Question, you know. <laughs> so um, I I couldn't get a job really out of Worcester, and I so I went back to school. I got my master's in business administration. I did a an off campus program. I highly recommend. I I um, I don't think too much of college. I might I might offend somebody on on the you know viewing, but. I just, I don't think much of it. I, I think that everything you, you need to learn is free online, pretty much. I think that most people would be way better off starting a business or getting into a trade. Um, I'm a big fan of community colleges. I think those should be free. Um, and, you know, people people put, you know, this value on going to Harvard or someplace where you pay, you, you graduate a ton of student loan debt to make 50 grand a year. It's, it's insanity. So, um, you know, and anyways, that, I didn't know that at the time. Again, I was following the typical track, go to school, get a job. So got my MBA and I, I started working in healthcare, Percy. So I, I got a job at a nursing home out in Baltic, Ohio. I don't know. I don't know if that's still technically Tuscross County. It's out past Garraway and Sugar Creek, you yeah. know, 
Yeah. And um, I did. I just did some work. I, I worked out at the YMCA in Dover, met the guy that, that uh, was the administrator there. That's how I got in there. And then I started working. Um, I, I, I kind of put out my feelers. You know, I, always, I, I I've never once put my resume online. I've always just gone to my network, like who does what and who's who's in a position where they could connect me with somebody. And um, that's that's how you build a business, by the way. I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> and this lady worked for Brookdale Senior Living and uh, got me an interview. And I moved to Cleveland, got got the job, moved to Cleveland. And I ran an early stage Alzheimer unit for Brookdale Senior Living. I, I was probably even though I had the degrees, I was probably underqualified. I mean, I didn't know anything about, you know, any of that stuff. <laughs> but, um, you know, just that doesn't matter, really. If someone's going to give you a shot, you know, you can learn and just figure out how to win. Uh, so I did that for a little less than four years. And Percy, I, I experienced some things that I'm sure some of our listeners have experienced. I was lied to about raises and promotions that were promised to me. I had drama, politics, you know, that kind of stuff. And I didn't hate my job, really. I just didn't know what else was available. And um, my the, the, the company I'm involved with now uh, they, you know, in financial services, they came into Brookdale and did a presentation for the employees. And I learned more about money and personal finance in like 15 minutes than I had learned my entire life. And I, I remember thinking two things. I was like, number one, I need this. I need to fix my financial house because it's a mess. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I was living paycheck to paycheck, you know, $700 a month student loan payment. Uh, if someone, if someone, if someone tried to rob me, you know, they'd just be practicing. I was, I was pretty broke too much, too much, too much month at the end of the money kind of thing. And, uh, but I had a good job, you know, Percy, I made 50,000 a year. Um, but it was all going out the door to student loans and, and my car payment and rent. So anyways, um, I thought two things, I need to fix my stuff. And number two, I think I can do this. This is pretty cool. What's that look like? And, you know, um, in the financial industry, it's it's the wealthy. I I found this out after. It's the wealthiest industry in the world. More millionaires are created in financial services, more than technology, more than tech, and it's and it's one of the only industries where you can create a recurring income stream. So, you know, we're all used to getting paid for the work that we do. Uh, you know, hourly or salary. Um, what what really appealed to me about financial services is that. You know, you you get paid. You can get paid for what you do, but you can also get paid monthly recurring income for the client base that you build um, as an agent uh, that you've built as an agent, or the the agency of, of agents. You yeah. know, the people that you train and develop in your agency, um, and that was really appealing to me. And I and you know, you can have ownership in this industry. You can you know be a, a I'm technically a, like a franchisee of my current company, and I've got 200 licensed representatives. Mm. Um, uh, we've got, uh, we got several offices now. I, we just moved into a 10,000 square foot office in Brecksville, Ohio. I'm jumping around a little bit, but all that, all that, because I thought, you know what, this would be a good part. I need to fix my finances. And number two, this sounds like a good side hustle. I, I maybe can make some money at this. That's how I started. So I was part-time for 10 months. Um, you know, made over $20,000 working Sunday afternoons, got my financial licenses, got trained. And I went full time in 2014, uh, and then fast forward, here we are today. So I was living in Cleveland when I went, when I was working in healthcare. I, I moved to Cuyahoga Falls because I liked the area. 
Um, and I, you know, I come back and see family. Um, my mom, my mom and dad are still in the Denison, Yorksville area. And, um, and then, you know, as I grew my organization, we, uh, we just found this great space here in Brexville, Ohio. So that's how we, uh, that's how we got here. I mean, that's pretty much my story. You talked about, you know, Emily, you know, we got married and, um, I, you know, some people, again, it's just being negative, but they're like, oh, you know, you know, don't, don't stay in T County or, you know, that kind of stuff. That's just, it's just silly. There's opportunity everywhere. Yeah. You just got to be looking for it, you know? And, um, I have very fond memories, you know, and of my time growing up, um, you know, in, in Denison, New Philly, Dover, um, you know, frequented, frequented, you know, maybe a Crocker's bar a little too much and uh, <laughs> a gathering place or whatever. I don't know if they're, yeah, I think they're still there. It's called factory now. But yeah, just, just great. I'm still friends with, I've still have a lot of friends from high school and grade school and, uh, you know, people from a lot, I have a lot of clients in the area too. So I get down, I get down pretty often. That's what's and, up. um, yeah, I don't know, whatever else you want to ask me about, about my story, but that's pretty much it. I mean, just went from blue collar family thinking maybe there was a better way turns out you know there is if you're looking for it i, I didn't want to do the nine to five till age 65 thing you know yeah, i wanted a yeah. big life Lucy. i don't know if anyone else feels like i feel but i want to be somebody you know what i mean i want to be somebody i want to make an impact with my life i want to make a difference i want the world to know i was here i want to be the go-to person for my family i want to be you know i want to be a stud like percy garner you know that's what i want <laughs> So I was just looking for a way to do that. And if you, you know, people out there, if you feel like that, look for the right vehicle. You know, most people, they want some, they want a big life. They want a big income. They want freedom, but they're in the wrong vehicle. You know, I saw someone complaining about their, their, you know, their job and I go, change your job. Yeah. You know, start a business, <laughs> do something about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, we we're, we're okay complaining, you know, about it, but you know, when it comes comes time to do something, all of a sudden they find reasons and excuses and problems and negative stuff. You know, yeah. Whatever. The, fun, the, the funny thing you say about that you, is buddy. our last episode with Rob. He talked about that in a, in a different in a different manner, but he talked about that. You know, a lot of people, you know, and I'm a paraphrase. If you have an idea or you have a dream, a lot of people will just go to the grave with that dream. They've never tried to go get it they just said oh you know that'd be nice to do that but then they don't have the either the courage or they have fear because other people are discouraging them because those same people had the same fear and didn't want to go after their dreams so it's it's something that you know plagues a lot of people and i'm glad you brought that up um but Percy, but, and you know what I, I think i think being afraid of change and it's not it's normal it's natural it's part of our but but it's fake. It's made. It's not real. It's a childlike fear that that people hold on to like that. I think you should be a little afraid of a change or taking a risk. But you know what? You should be way more afraid of being broke or your life in ten years or five years from now being the exact same yeah. as it is now. That's what we should be afraid of. <laughs> you know, not you know. Uh, being having dying with regret and stuff yeah. that's what we should be afraid of man yeah and and the things that i've seen on another podcast that i watch is called i am athlete i think i brought it up with tristan uh from the indians it, i was watching and they were talking about the three l's because uh one of the they had a financial guy on there who had played in the nfl previously and it was uh you know liquidity uh longevity and legacy and i'm, I'm trying to you know fulfill all those buckets and uh um you know it doesn't have to be uh especially in this area. I know there was someone who passed away a few years ago 
who gave over a million dollars to her organization in our county. And she just had a normal job her whole life, but she just, she was very, you know, smart and she just saved her money and didn't care about pleasing people. Didn't have to have the best car, you know, and was just, you know, she was very frugal with her money and she was able to contribute to her organization and change the whole organization. So things like that, it just, it, it, it really resonates with me that people, cause you know, obviously when I got drafted, the first thing I did was buy a car, you know, every person does that, of course. <laughs> of course. Um, but you know, over, over the years I've learned, um, you know, how to be smarter and, uh, you know, obviously my wife has a lot to do with that. Uh, but, <laughs> and, and then people like you, Josh. So I, I like talking finances and learning and being, you know, financial literate and just knowing, you know, and having a plan because most people I think don't have a plan, but <clears throat> Uh, outside of you you said that like yeah it's there's two parts of the equation all right to financial success is the first is knowing what to do with your money and the second part is making more money if you need to you know there's two parts of the equation but like i just pulled out a financial interest calculator that's free to anybody online look at this a hundred bucks a month invested in a good mutual fund for 30 years that's 300 grand everyone can do a hundred bucks yeah you know and so what a thousand bucks a month would be what three million essentially so like you, yeah you don't have to make big money to make a big impact but you do need to sacrifice in some way you know you you can't be living like you know the world's gonna end tomorrow or something <laughs> um now it might i don't know and then you know if jesus is here tomorrow i might i might have some egg on my face but you know just in case we should probably you know, we should probably save some money. Yeah, and be, be good stewards. Now, it'll save you later. Yeah, be good stewards. Um, now that that um, obviously we we've already touched on one of the things I want to touch on earlier because you're an overachiever, and that was <laughs> that was you know talking about mindset and success and overcoming challenges. Um, but and then we also kind of touched on you know having the courage to leave your job and make change and 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 go after something that you felt you know you could feel passionate about and not just feel like oh I'm going to work on Monday cuz I very I I don't think you probably with your current situation like Sunday night like oh man I got to go to the office tomorrow you know <laughs> and and that's I remember something. the Sunday night 6 uh, the Sunday night 6 right 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 here you know um <laughs> thinking about going to work the next day. And no, you're right. I, I have not felt that. Look, it, there's no such thing as a – Percy, again, my, this might offend somebody, but I every time I say that, you're like, oh, God, what's he going to say? <laughs> but, I, I, I'm, you know, I think a big mistake people make is they they chase their passion. Uh, and and I, I wasn't chasing my passion for this. I was chasing opportunity, okay? Yeah. And through having success and making an impact, all of a sudden I woke up one day and go, I'm really passionate about this. Actually, it was like it was like a conversation like this with somebody, Percy, where I'm just spitting fire and talking about it. And, and all of a sudden they go, you're really passionate. I go, oh, my God, I guess I am. <laughs> I, I wasn't chasing my, my – dude, my passion is golf and video games. Yeah. <laughs> my passion, I mean, you know. Well, nowadays you need a scholarship to make money playing video games. <laughs> Oh, say it again. I said nowadays you can get a scholarship and make a lot of money playing video games. <laughs> I haven't figured that one out, but I'm sure it's possible. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's very rare. But um, well, uh, obviously we've been talking about a lot of good stuff, and I want to make sure I do touch on a, a couple other things. Um, I just I got something for you. So what do you think? Because this is something over 2020, uh, maybe a little bit of 2019. It kind of someone said this, and it. 
you know, I used to use the word motivated all the time, but you know, w- when you compare the word driven and, and motivated, you know, how's that sit with you? W- what's your opinion on that? You know, I, 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 as I, as I coach, I'm going to, I'm going to roll now where I, you know, I've got a lot of licensed people in our organization and I'm grateful to say that I've developed some leaders, you know, uh, people that are building their own agencies and their brokers in my organization. And I, uh, that's our bit, that's the biggest thing in our industry Percy. is, I mean, there's no, there's no hourly pay with me, you know, when people start. Um, and so it's, you know, motivation is like the main thing that we look for in people, but nobody's walking out with a sign in their chest that says, pick me, I'm motivated. You know, (laughs) it comes from inside. I can get up there and scream and yell and, and, you know, lead the charge. Uh, and it's inspiring maybe and motivating, but, uh, as soon as they're away from me, that goes away. So external motivation is worthless. Mark, Mark Twain, the great author, said, anybody can have anything they want in life. The problem is I can't find anybody that knows what they want. <laughs> so if you're crystal clear, if, if your goals are in your head, your money will be too. Mm, you know, I like if that. you're, if you're, um, so what I mean is write it out. If, if you're crystal clear about your life and the destination you want to get to, you know, draw a, uh, Write it out exactly what you would do that day. You know, like do a journal entry at the end. Like it's at the end of the day of your dream life. What did you do? What did you feel like? What did you see? All that stuff. And uh, and I, I so I did a lot of that. And I would look at it every day. And I would visualize it again. I would feel it again. And Percy, I I what I tried to do is I tried to link that. I tried to link getting everything that I want with all the crap I had to do. You know, go through the no's and the turds and the people that quit and the phone calls and the texts and the driving, driving an hour and they they forgot about the meeting and just all that stuff. <laughs> and anytime I had, I was going through some crap, Percy, I, you know what I would do? I would try to go. I would, I would be be upset for a second. I would go, Josh, this is why you're going to be wealthy because no one's willing to do this stuff like you are. You know, um, like so that. driven and motivated, man. I think I just, I don't know. They might be the same thing, but it got to come from inside you. It's got to come from, you got to know your why. If you're clear on your why, if you got that emotional gold, you'll run through brick walls and forget to say, ow, you yeah. know? Well, that, that's the uh, one thing I wanted to mention. So the two words that mean to me is you, you kind of touched on it in a, in a, um, in a roundabout way. So, you know, you said, I would say motivation for me is external. It is not, it's not sustaining. It, it's, it's temporary and, and being driven comes within you. Like that's just something that you are and it's always there. You're, you're not going to be someone who, you know, sits, sits on the couch and eats potato chips and just doesn't want nothing. I do that, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, Percy, look, I, like I said, I've gone through ups and downs. I made every mistake. I don't know why I am like I am, but you know, my butt's always burning. I'm just always thinking about the future and, and how to grow and how to have more impact for people. Um, I, I would say that a lot of that comes from my mom started buying me like biogra- sports biographies when I was little. Um, so I'd read Lou Holtz's biography. I remember I read Tony Dungy. I'd read, you know, about Michael Jordan, you know, all, all the greats and how they thought. And then I started reading business books and, you know, successful people in that area. 
And there was just a, there was common themes, you know, there was common themes like they all read books and they self-develop. And here, here's another tip for everybody. I, something that served me well. Whatever the average person would do, if you do the opposite, you'll be you'll you'll be super successful, wealthy, fit, everything, right? <laughs> because what would the average person do? Sit on the couch, watch TV, and eat potato chips. What's the opposite of that? You know, getting busy, right? Making yep. an impact, working hard, you know, all that stuff. Yep. So it's again human conundrum. We know what to do and we don't do it. So how do we have drive, internal drive? Be very clear about what you want. Write it out and decide you're going to do it. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is simple. That's <laughs> especially when you explain it like that. Um, now, one other thing I want to touch uh, before we you start to wrap up is a lot of people I have on here that have been successful in business. Um, they've always, you know, attributed to people surrounding them and having a good team or good supporting cast or, you know, even in sports, you know, a lot of people always talk about that. Um, I think it's important, especially when you're recruiting, you have to know what you're looking for. You have to know, you know, what your weaknesses are. You have to know, you know, what to look for in a person that's going to take you to the next level. And I think that's, that's going to be kind of, you know, challenging. I'm, I'm trying to learn that right now. But how how did that kind of what approach did you take to that? That's a great question, Percy. Okay, so another thing that I've seen and heard from super successful rich people is uh, you suck at some things. Find other people to that are good at them. You know. So I remember, man, I was I was making I my first office was in Cuyahoga Falls. I paid twenty six hundred a month. Uh, I was making maybe 50, 60,000, you know, a year at the time in, in business for myself. So, you know, whatever that is, four or 5,000 a month. And I hired, uh, I found an administrative, I found the right person. Okay. Um, let me talk about that a second. If someone has the wrong personality, you need to fire them and set them free to go find what they're supposed to do. Okay. If someone's got the right personality, I honestly don't care about their experience at all. I can train them how to work and, and be successful in my business. I can I can teach them what I need. They'll figure it out. You know, so that's what I look. I, I look for the personality first. I don't care much. You get what I'm saying, Percy? Yep. I don't care about experience as much. I, you know, because I I I I know and I know you would feel like this too. Put me in any situation. And I'll figure out how to win. I might suck at first, yeah. but you know, before you can be good, you got to be bad. Yeah. And before you can be great, you got to be good. So I look for the right personality. Um, that's important. <laughs> when I've heard, um, you know, when I get three complaints about somebody, it's time to get out my whacket stick. You know what I'm saying? So when I've heard, when I've had three, you know, because I'll always give you the benefit of the doubt. But let's say you're managing a team and leading a team. And I've had three times a client or one of your agents, you know, come to me and complain and stuff. That's when I got a problem. And it's time to either, you know, have a come to Jesus conversation or, uh, you know, get them out of there so that they can go find out what they're supposed to do and stuff. So, um, but anyways, back to my, uh, so I found this lady, Jen, and, and Percy, I, I barely had enough money to pay my bills, let alone, I, but I said, I, I sold her a vision. And that's another key, I think, for everyone is, People out there, they're starved for leadership and vision. Most people do not have a vision for their own life. So I talked to Jen like, Jen, I can't pay you a lot right now, but 
but let me tell you where we're going. We're going to have, I'm going to make a million dollars a year someday, and we're going to have a huge organization. We're going to, we're going to help thousands and thousands of clients get out of debt and protect their family the right way and invest and get wealthy. That's what we're going to do. And, and, and if you can just take the few hours I can pay you for, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll, I'll, I'll get you to work. Um, more's coming, you know, and I, that's how I, she's still with me today, by the way. What's up? Uh, she's now, she's now uh, one of my vice presidents, oh, by wow. the way. Wow. Cause she had the right personality, yeah. you know? Um, so she grew with the organization and I found someone else to, you know, replace her. Yep. So I, I started when I was making very little, I found somebody, Jen, who was good at the stuff I wasn't paperwork. Oh, I mean, uh, paperwork, administrative stuff, anything <laughs> involving organization. I'm not good at, but, but like, you know, you probably see now put me in front of somebody. I'll sell them the dream, yeah. you know, put me in front of somebody. I'll fix their stuff. I'll sell them, you know, yeah. I, I'm fixing their finances. Um, you know, I love recruiting people. I love finding great people and helping them win in life. It's what drives me today. You know, so that's that was that's what I would tell you about finding the right people. Uh, it's like, yeah, we want to bring on, we want to find motivated people. How do you find motivated people? Go through the numbers. You know, look for the right personality. Um, you know, the the, the motivated ones they 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 they'll stay and they'll work and they'll do what they're supposed to do. And the, and the ones that aren't motivated, they'll either leave voluntarily around here or or we got to get them out of here because they're not going to change. I'm not going to change people. If they want to change, they can change, but I've given up changing people, you know? And the way I look at it is, you know, even Jesus, he recruited 12 people, one of them quit, you know? <laughs> so who am I? I someone's going to someone's going to quit. I, I know that I know that's going to happen. So, you yeah. know, this is like folks, I'm going through the numbers looking for the right personality. Um and and that's how that's how I feel like we've built a pretty successful you know work environment and place and a team. Well, obviously you've done well for yourself, and uh, you know before we get out of here, I want to just ask, what, where do you like? Okay, from where you're at now, you know what what are you trying to I guess get to? Are you trying to build your organization more? Uh, are you trying to? Um, kind of see where you're you know your five years your 10 years from now like what like what do people in your position you know you know look at in long term down the road well you're yeah. what are you like 50 now no i'm joking <laughs> so i'm 33 33 I, uh, you know i i i don't know how much i'm okay answering anything you want to ask yeah uh, but I'll, but also so we'll we'll earn um we earned about three hundred thousand last year mm-hmm. and my goal is half a million in income this year, um but the only way I'm gonna get to my goals Percy is by helping other people get to their goals, that's how you win you know that's that's how you you help other people get where they want to go and you'll be they'll bend over backwards to help you you know what I'm saying, so um there there's two mindsets really there's the I'm gonna do it myself. And there's the I'm gonna build a team and do it together. And everyone knows that it's 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 you can go farther and faster with a team than by yourself. You really can. Um, when people say things like, oh, you know, they when people like I here's something, you know, that's interesting. When when if I look at a leader and their team is all just like them and they're all the same color, the same gender, they got bad people skills, you know. Uh, our team is 55% women. I mean, diverse. I'm, I'm proud to say that, you know, so, uh, 
I don't, I, I lost my train of thought here. I would say, but where we're going is I got to help more people, Percy. And, and the best way I can help more people and make an impact and be somebody is growing my team. I don't want to do it myself. I don't want to, I, cause I, I mean, if I can help 10 clients a month, but if I had a team, I could help a hundred or a thousand clients a month, you know? So I focus on building distribution. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm an agent. Yes. I help my clients like, like you and your wife and, uh, you know, uh, however many I have now, 200 or 300 personal clients. But, um, I know that the key to wealth and freedom of income is by building distribution is having many, many, many agents under me, you know, in the organization and, uh, the more we do that, the more people are going to help and the more the more bulletproof I am, you know, because if I get a lot of people are going through life, Percy, they're flying. It's like flying a plane at 5000 feet where all the mountains are. You're going to crash into a mountain. Something's going to happen. You'll get sick. You'll have you'll have, you know, cancer. You'll have covid, whatever. OK, the 30000 foot flight is building a team and finding a way to get into business for yourself, building a storm shelter, saving money, you know, getting out of debt. That's building your storm shelter of life. So, you know, those are just some of the things I focus on. The mindset that I have is uh, I don't need to do it myself. I don't need the credit. In fact, I'd rather give the team all the credit. You know, I, I'll take the money. I'll take the freedom. You know, uh, I want I don't want 100 percent of my income coming off me. Why? Because no one wants to buy it. Because yeah. I can't sell it, Percy. If, if if I die, what's Emily get? Nothing. But if 1% of my income is coming off of 100 different people, that's something that someone else would want to have. You know, yeah. That's something that my wife and my kids could inherit. Um, that's, that's something that provides freedom in your life. So that's where I'm going, buddy. I like it. Percy, I'm going to the top because <laughs> the bottom is too crowded. <laughs> I like it, Josh. Well, hey, I appreciate you coming on the show, sharing and being so open about, you know, your your story and and your goals and, and you know, what it looks like to be a successful businessman. And uh, I appreciate having you. You know, I'm going to do this podcast forever, so I'm pretty sure we'll probably have you back. Um, but again, man, thank you. Um, I appreciate having you here. And, uh, you know, I guess we'll, we'll continue to work together. But yeah, of course, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Uh, we'll see you again next Tuesday. Love everybody. Peace. Save me, Casa.